end of the road, just pivot and go. Pivot and go. Welcome back to another episode of the Pivot and Go podcast. I hope your week is going great so far. And if you have ever wanted to dip your toes into real estate and making a lifestyle of wealth work for you, this is your episode. We have one of the most successful real estate moguls in the game on here. He had 1.3 billion before he lost it all, built it all back in a more, much more genuine real way, living a life according to design rather than the world's default, Kent Clothier. He goes against the grain. He goes against the herd mentality. Things you've never heard before, he's going to tell you that the nuggets you take away from this to be able to apply to your life in real estate and making real long-term wealth, yeah, it's all here and then some. So buckle up because here we go. Pivot and go. Kent Clothier, welcome to the Pivot and Go podcast. Man, it is a pleasure and honor to have you on here. I was telling you offline when I met you in person, thought you were amazing really cool guy now that i've been stalking you and studying you you're like 10 times cooler so thank you for coming on this podcast man i really appreciate it of course brother man my pleasure man the same i can say the exact same about you i appreciate all the kind words oh say okay so start us off with a bang something that maybe not everybody knows about you we know you as this real estate mogul entrepreneurial just game changer something something a little different kent Something a little different. I probably most people don't know that I've been uh, a vegan for the last five years. We can start off with that. Yeah, I mean, made a decision five years ago to go all plant based, and uh, I can honestly say it's kind of uh, changed my life in a many way. In many ways, so yeah, that's something people don't really come when they come to learn and hang out with me and realize that I don't, you know, eat meat. That kind of freaks them out a little bit, but it's all good. Oh, okay, yeah. Hey, so on that note. Are you a good chef? Like, if I'm coming over there, I want to be eating something. Because I've been around people that are vegans that, like, eat really good food. And then I've been stuck at eating tofu. So, I'm, if you if you can make it taste good, I'm down with it. Oh, man. I, I mean, I'm not going to claim that I am. But I will tell you, I live in <laughs> San Diego. And if I don't know how to make it, I can go take you to a place where they <laughs> rock your world when it comes to, comes to vegan food or plant-based food, for sure. It's awesome, man. It's awesome probably why you're in such great shape too so all right as we go on the pivot and go podcast we bring on people who have been through life pivots everybody has to be successful you don't just get there you don't just show up at the top you have to go through different pivots in your life is there a pivot that stands out to you that was really like okay man i'm stuck made this small turn this small change and it just took off from there for you you know what, brother? I would. I, I'm not even sure I would define it as a pivot as much as a seismic shift, mm. right? I mean, the reality of it is, is that I, I was really, really fortunate uh, at a very young age. Meaning, I started a business w- with my father when I was 17. That ultimately we built. Uh, you know, he retired out of it, and then ultimately I kept building it uh, along with some partners to the point where we're doing 1.8 billion dollars a year in sales. Oh my God! Seventh largest privately held company in the state of Florida. All by the time I was 30 years old, and Jeez. you know, you can imagine, I was the guy. Thank God there wasn't social media back in the day, uh, <laughs> back when I had done this, uh, because I would have been the guy that 
we we all make fun of online, you know, the Lamborghinis, the watches, all the kind of nonsense. I, I would have hundred percent been that guy, right? The, I, all all of the success was one hundred percent my doing. All you had to do was ask me. I was that guy, right? And uh, luckily, uh, March fourteenth of two thousand, I walked out of there, got in a, got in a riff with my my partners, walked out, and decided I was going to go and rebuild it all again on my own and proceeded to fail miserably over the next two years, lost every dollar I had ever earned in my life, had wow. burned every bridge on the way down, uh, ultimately got divorced. I mean, it was a really, really rough time in my life. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. And so ultimately in 2002 and 2003, when I got started getting into real estate and started could see my way clear that I had an opportunity to potentially build my life back. Uh, I decided then and there that I would never build it uh, the way I had built it before. I would never be that guy again that ultimately built a business at the expense of his family. You know, I, I, I took a lot of pride in being the guy that got to the office at five o'clock in the morning and left at nine o'clock at night, had no relationship with my young son, had no relationship with my wife. Um, to me, I wore all that as a badge of honor. And I can yeah. tell you that I will, when I started building it back and got remarried and had kids and started, you know, understanding what, as a man, what it meant to be a, a, a good man, a good human, I could actually have it all if I just focused. That was a, that was a big, big shift for me. And, you know, I'm living proof now, you know, that, that that's all possible. And I can tell you that you can absolutely build an empire, but you can also do it and be, be super cool along the way. And so that was a big shift for me. Kent, I really appreciate you sharing that. So many people need to hear that. In this world, we're so driven and being type A and me and you both very driven. We want to do, 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 make huge impact, reach a ton of people. But at the end of the day, if it's at the expense of the people that we love, our families, what is it worth in the end? So thank you, man. It ain't worth it. I can tell you. It's not. And, and what you hone in on there is what you talk about living a life according to design rather than default. The default is just doing, right. trying to make more money and you're never going to be happy. You can be Steve Jobs on your deathbed and you're not happy. But it's all about investing for your lifestyle, creating this ultimate life rhythm which you're living. Can you share what that, like, how does that look? How do we create a lifestyle, investing type of lifestyle that we know is something that's obviously purposeful, but it's something that fits with our rhythm. It's not, it's not, I guess you would say, I, think just it, I mean, too crazy over the top. I mean, it, to, to me, you know, I've look, man, I'm, I'm, I'm 51 years old. I've had the pleasure of building, like I said, a, a really successful business and losing it and then having the opportunity to, to build it all back and to your point, build a build a life that I'm super proud of along the way. So I, I, I speak from experience and I can tell you that um, when you are intently focused on time mm -hmm. versus money and extracting the most out of the moments that you have, when you value the moments over money, um, it's good. amazing what the way the world will get out of your way to serve up to you exactly what you want. And here's what I mean. So, um, you know, to your point earlier, when you just kind of default to the grind, I'm going to go, 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 go. We've all seen it. We've all heard it. We've all, you know, you don't have to look very hard anymore to find people that are all talking about doing whatever it takes, right? Mm -hmm. Well, Look, when you do with it whatever it takes in an intentional way, 
and you value the moments and the opportunities that you have to break bread with friends and, and to cherish your family and to do the things that really matter. Your kids will never care whatsoever when you are on your deathbed. I can guarantee yeah. you they are not going to sit there if it was to happen tomorrow and say, man, I just wish dad or mom uh, invested better with their dollars and we had a little more money. But I can guarantee you they will almost say, I would just wish I had more time mm. with them. And knowing that that's going to be the end result and taking advantage of it now, building something, designing something where your time is the most important thing. I am going to uh, value my time. I'm not going to give it away haphazardly. I'm going to make sure that I invest it wisely. I make sure that I'm super intentional. I make sure I'm very focused on the outcomes I'm looking for with this very limited amount of time that I have. It's pretty shocking what you can accomplish. And again, you don't, you, you don't need to look very far to see a lot of really, really successful people in every walk of life, by the way, that have some way, somehow figured out how to extract an enormous amount of productivity, both personally and professionally, out of the same 24 hours a day that you and I get, mm -hmm. right? You look up at somebody like Elon Musk, who's running four multi-billion dollar you know, international corporations and come up with new ideas every day. And I'm not trying to say he's the example, but he is certainly an example of what can happen when you are, of what is possible from a time perspective. You know, most people are trying to figure out how to go make an extra 100 grand, 150 grand, or just how to get out of a nine to five, whatever it is in their life, just some, some whatever the next level it is. You don't have to look very, uh, very hard to find people that some way, somehow, they've, ex they've figured out how to be wildly productive and super intentional because they are focused on the one thing that I mentioned, and that is time. They just understand the value of every single minute of every single day and that none of them are promised. And that if they can get, you know, if they can just be very intentional with it, that the world has a tendency to to reward those that are and equally to kind of ignore those that don't. Man, I love that. Moments over money. And so much of us get caught up into that. And what you do a great job of is taking what your what your gift is, real estate, being able to build empires through real estate, but also showing people through that they can have impact in the whole, in a mindset, in a different type of mindset, not a limiting belief, not a you have to do what the world says. Like you can be super dialed in with your time, get so much done, create great businesses, have great family. So with that being said, the question that everybody wants to know, and everybody says, you probably hear this all the time, oh, I dabble in real estate. I, I, I do real estate. Like, how, it sounds sexy to say that, but how can we, how can we make this real estate, how can we make it something that works for us? How can we make it an actual lifestyle so we can have more time instead of worrying about financial stress? Do you have tools that, that you give people for that? Yeah, I mean it's a it's a great question, and I'll answer it at a at a high level with with everybody you know kind of the the precursor that it's just like anything else uh, you know it, it requires some focus it requires talking to people to under that to really get down into your specific needs. But with that said, let me just talk about why real estate is such an amazing vehicle yeah. for doing that is because you would be extremely hard pressed. Well, first off, you have to you have to take a step back and you have to understand one basic concept to understand the power of, of real estate or the power of investing in general. And that is, uh, you know, as Einstein called it, the eighth wonder of the world, which is uh, uninterrupted compounding interest, mm -hmm. 
When you have a dollar that is sitting out there and it is earning interest uninterrupted year after year after year after year, uh, and you plug you know reasonable amounts of money into a wealth calculator, and you'll get really excited about what can happen with your money over time. That J curve that is presented, right? That fifty thousand dollars invested year after year after year. You look up and in 20 years, you've invested a million dollars, but that same million dollars is now worth 19 million, right? I mean, it is shocking what can happen in real estate and it's an amazing vehicle to make that happen. Why? Because you'd be very hard pressed to find another investment class where you can go and the bank will actually loan you 75% of whatever your investment is. So. You know, they don't do that for you on stocks. They don't do that for you on crypto. They don't do that on, on, you know, it's very, very rare. So think about it. Here's one thing the banks understand very well and that they want to go and you can go find a $500,000 property, give or take, or $400,000 property, and you put 100000 into it. But now you are earning income mm. and you are earning, you know, a return on a $400,000 investment that you really only put a hundred grand into. So it, Use it in an example of a, of a rental property. You've got a, uh, $100,000 in the market. Uh, on a $400,000 property, it would be bringing in somewhere in the neighborhood of $50,000 a year gross income to you. Right Now, after your taxes and, and interest, debt service, all that, you're probably going to make somewhere in the neighborhood of, you know, let's just call it $20,000 on it. Well, $20,000 on $100,000 is a 20% return on your money. Damn. That's a substantial return. And by the way, it is completely secured in a piece of real estate. It is not some stock that's appearing on a screen. Somebody else is paying your debt. The government gives very, very lucrative tax breaks on real estate because the, the tax code was written by wealthy real estate investors, right? So real estate is an asset class that is rewarded tremendously in the tax code. So you get tax benefits, you get cash flow from it every month somebody else is paying the debt and oh by the way the real estate over the long haul is going up in value so you're making money in several different ways on a single investment now if you do that year after year historically over and over and over you will look up in a very short period of time all things considered and have a tremendous amount of income coming in but you will have also created and this is the big difference you have created wealth big time a lot of people out there have have uh, conquered the income game and they think they're rich. They're making a million dollars a year, right? They have not conquered the wealth mm. game. And that is making your money, putting your money to work to where your money is making you money. Your money is out on the street, bringing friends back over and over and over again. That's how you get wealthy. So when you understand how money grows over time and you will get really interested very quickly and getting in the real estate game. And that's why, you know, to your point, Dave, when you hear people out there talking, well, I do a little bit of real estate, there's a lot of wealthy people that can, you know, they say that because of every, all the reasons I just said. And whether it's they're investing, you know, a million dollars a year or they're investing $100,000 a year or $10 million a year, um, it doesn't matter. The returns and the opportunities are all the same, regardless. And it is an amazing way to get very, very excited about becoming wealthy. And again, Wealth is defined as I've created a significant net worth. I'm creating yeah. a, a tremendous amount of cash flow that's coming to me. That's allowing me to do the one thing that we talked about at the beginning. I get to control my time. Yes. I don't have to do anything. I get the options of doing everything. That's good. 
I don't have to do anything. I get the options of doing everything. Woohoo! That's really good. I love that concept of income versus wealth. Most people don't hear that, don't see that. And that's just kind of how you think, man. You go against the grain. You go against the what the world is saying, herd mentality, and think outside the box. And, and obviously, it served you very well. Are there some things that people, that, the lies that people are getting fed right now that we just need to like be like, okay, I need to shed this. That way I can take the next step forward. Because I think we all, I mean, obviously at the core want to have financial freedom but more of a financial freedom lifestyle so we're able to make those choices instead of the have to so are, are there any are there any lies that that stand out there to real estate investing that i would i would tell you you know what man that's a great question um i would tell you that Probably the biggest epiphany that I could share with anybody here is that you, and we've all heard it, but when you actually plug into it, I I call it separating fact from fiction, that you need to understand um, as fast as humanly possible, whether you're 20 years old or you're 60 years old, I don't care, but as fast as humanly possible, you need to understand that basically every piece of information that is coming to you from the media, uh, I don't care what it is, um, it doesn't matter. is largely contrived to serve an agenda. Mm. Um, It is designed Mm. to exert some type of power or to make you feel powerless. So whether it is, oh my God, you need to get your home refinanced right now, or oh my God, you know, the the market is gonna crash, right? Oh my God, you know, are we on the verge of a housing bubble? All all these (laughs) things, you know, that that make for amazing headlines. The reality of it is, is that real estate is when it is done in a in, in any investing, quite frankly, when it is done uh, in a methodical and planned and intentional way, where you are executing on your plan day in and day out, none of that stuff matters. Yeah. It's separating, you know, it's just noise, noise and it's just confusing. It's all designed to control the masses. But the people that excel at anything in life just ignore all of that. They have a plan. They understand exactly what they're doing. It doesn't matter to me who's in office. It doesn't matter to me what, you know, anybody's saying. I don't care. What I care about is can I execute on my plan? Can I go find investments uh, in any market that serve, you know, where I, they serve my purpose, where I understand exactly what I'm investing in. I can bring value to a community. I can bring value to my own uh, wealth plan. I can bring value to all the things that actually those investments there are. There's 330 million people in the United States. There's 110 million households in the United States. If you listen to, I'll give you a great example of this. If you listen to the media right now, just in the housing market, and again, you you can find people right now that are talking about, oh my God, the crash is coming. You can find other (laughs) markets where, oh my God, it's on fire, right? doesn't matter what you're looking for, you're gonna be able to find it. Here's what I'll tell you. And because of that, people will go out there and say, man, you you can't find any good deals. And and when you approach anything with a preconceived notion, you will get a confirmation bias, I promise you. You, you will find exactly what you're looking for. The reality of it is, is that 175,000 houses a month are sold at 60% of Zestimate, mm-hmm. Zillow, right? Wow. If you listen to all the media, there are no, there's, no, no. there's no discounts to be had no. anywhere in the market. The reality of it is, is 35% of the houses sold every single month are being sold for all cash and they're being sold at a 30 to 40% discount. You don't hear about that because the people that are too busy running businesses like me just got our heads down running businesses. 
you keep your head up in the clouds and then get controlled by all this misinformation, it's really, uh, you, can, you can get sucked down that rabbit hole really quick. My advice is get the facts. Get with people that are operating at the level that you want to operate at and get around them, get in the room with them and get the information from them and get a plan and start working it because paying attention to all the, you know, the clickbait junk that's on T that's on the internet does not serve you. Wow. 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 Yes. Everything has an agenda and understanding that is a big paradigm shift. I, I love, I love what you just said, man. Cause you don't, I mean, you hear all this kind of stuff and it's easy to just fall into the trap of what the media is saying. So to, to have that perspective and know that you have a plan, it's going to take time. It takes daily steps. It is consistency. And then what you wrapped it up with being around people that are of that level and higher level and driven, like our mutual friends, Joel Marion, Ed Milet, like you surround yourself with just amazing people. Well, I mean, dude, I mean, I, we could sit here all day and talk about this, but, but, but <laughs> yeah. you and I, I mean, if we've talked about it for 30 seconds, let's just for once. Think about how different the conversations are in the when you are in those rooms. Like when Crazy. you and I had dinner with Ed Milet and Dave Meltzer and Erwin yeah. McManus and others, you cannot be a small thinker when you are around yeah. high-level people. It just doesn't exist. They, they The conversations, you are forced to level up. And if you want to get to the next level, then get in the rooms that force you to get better. Hang out with people that, that are having the right conversations versus, you know, the small minded people, which certainly exist that are sitting out there talking about things that are just trivial in nature and don't matter. Totally, man. That dinner was so powerful. Those conversations were deep. Like there's just no way you can just be a fly on the wall and sit back. You have to be of that level and it's, it challenges you, but that's what we need, man. You have an unbelievable mindset and I, I could talk to you all day and I can't wait till we get to have another one of those dinners soon. Everybody in their crazy schedules, but we will make it happen. So I'm going to throw you on the rapid fire hot seat, Kent. So whatever comes to your mind, these can be quick answers. Hit them. Do you have a favorite mindset quote? You've already dropped some one-liners that have been phenomenal, but do you have a favorite mindset quote? Hey, it could be the time is now right behind you. Um, you I mean, look, I, I'm not going to – one that I that I have a tendency to say um, a lot, in fact, have it tattooed on my arm, Love is it. mediocrity is the enemy. Oof. I mean, I'm – I just – uh, along with the time is now, I am, I am just allergic to mediocrity. Oh, I love it. Couldn't agree more, man. What does leaving a legacy mean to you? Not necessarily like we were talking about a big billboard that the world sees, but what does a legacy left mean to Kent Clothier? You know, legacy for me is something I think about pretty much every day. I get asked a lot. I get to ask this question a lot. And, it, and you know, financial legacy is one thing. But to me, uh, you know, I wrap it up and I get asked why, why do, if I've got all this going on, why do I still what, do what I do? And, you know, we look at people like, um, you know, like our friend Ed Milet and people could ask the same thing to him. You know, you've got you're making all this money. You've got the, all this. Wh why do you, it's it's about impact. Mm -hmm. Right. And so if I were to if I were to pass away today, uh, a very, you know, a thought that I have every day and why I keep going is I want to know that somebody I've created such an impact in their life that they would actually get on an airplane, fly to San Diego, feel this very compelled to make sure that they walked up to my little girl sitting on the front row next to my casket and shake their hands wow. and just say, I just want you to know your dad mattered. Dude. And I, I picture that constantly. So anytime I'm thinking about backing off or giving up or whatever the case may be, I just, 
I want to make sure that that happens. Uh, that to me is a, uh, a legacy. That's a life worth, you know, worth living. That somebody, somebody is that thoughtful and that considerate to my daughters that they would do that. Dude, I love that. That that will happen. Now, hopefully, you, you will have many, 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 many years ahead of you. But you've already made a massive impact on so many people, man. So you're just gravy on top from here on out. So here's a question you probably don't that, get asked a lot. If you were to have a dinner party and you could hang out, have conversation with three people, dead or alive, anybody, who are you inviting? And also, most importantly, what are you eating? Oh, man. Tough. I would love to sit down with... Uh... I mean, look, I have a tendency to, to I would love to sit down. I would, have, I would love to have dinner with Muhammad Ali. Mm. I would love to have dinner with Steve Jobs. Uh, I would love to have dinner with Bruce Lee. I mean, if I would, these, these are people that, to me, um, uh, changed the world, yeah. right? These are people that really decided to take on, uh, and I would prepare them. Or I would, I'm not even sure I would be qualified to prepare, <laughs> but I would make sure that we had an amazing vegan meal by the top chef in the world uh to come in here and and blow their minds but i I, to me i have a tendency to really gravitate towards rebels man i I love people that have just truly just don't see the world the same way that that anybody else and when they left uh the world was significantly different and there's a lot of them but if i had to pick three there's there's three right there i could probably pick 30 that i admire man I'm so on board with that. Disruptive action is what the world needs. We don't need so many yes men in this world. We need people that will actually stand up and make change and not be afraid of it. So great. Yeah, I mean, if you, it's it's so easy. It's so easy to see guys and girls like that through in hindsight, through the you know, through the lens of history. But you have to go back to when they were being who they were and they were completely rebellious. There was nothing. They had no idea they were going to get to where they got to, to where we'd be talking about them now. Right. Totally. So when you understand what they were up against in the rack, the fact that we now, they, they left that kind of impact on the world. It's pretty incredible. Man, absolutely, man. Hey, how can we all follow you support anything that you're doing? Basically stock Kent clothier. I'm, I'm easy to find on all the social channels, man. It's Kent clothier. Uh, so at Kent clothier on Instagram, it's Kent Clothier on Facebook. You can even go to my website, KentClothier.com. Uh, and you know, I'm I'm out there and don't don't be bashful. Be you know, be sure to hit me up, tell me, you know, that you that you've picked up on or and started following me from this show and I'd love to engage with you and see how I can help you. Dude, you're the man. And as we sign off here, can you leave the audience with one just piece of advice? Drop the mic, can be one word that you would give somebody if they are stuck in the situation that they're in, can't see a way out. You give them that piece of advice, they're able to pivot and go. Focus on, focus on, if you're in that situation, one of the best pieces of advice I could ever give you is focus on the opportunity, don't focus on the obstacle. Yeah. If you are feeling overwhelmed, I would say chances are better than not that you are focused on the wrong thing because I tell you whether it's David whether it's anybody that's ever been on this podcast including myself we certainly have run up against more than our fair share of challenges and the way you overcome them is you don't focus on the challenge you focus on the opportunity Mm. that's on the other side of that challenge and so don't focus on the obstacles the obstacles are what will weigh you down don't focus on the opportunity to do something great yeah that's a great word pivot right there 
Instead of op- obstacle, opportunity. Kent, man, thank you so much for coming on this podcast. Like, just your, your your wisdom, your knowledge, your experience, but your drive to continue to make impact is. You got me juiced up over here, man. I I, I want to line up that dinner with the crew here again soon. So we'll make that happen. Let's do it, man. Thank you, Kent. Let's make it happen. Love you, bro. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you, appreciate you, you. Too, man.